You are listening to Revealing Real Estate Podcast, where we dive into getting over your fear of taking risk in real estate and making money while you sleep. I'm Nico Pedizano, your host and real estate guru with over 20 years of experience. It's time to get real. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Revealing Real Estate Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jessica Ruflo. I'm accompanied by your favorite host, Nico Perisano. And we are dedicating this episode to all of you millennials and Gen Zs out there who would love to own a home, but just have that fear or have those questions of really, how do I get my money up? How do I start investing? And I know for me personally, I'm 23 going on 24. I live with my mom. I love her so much. I told her we're going to be roomies for a while because <laughs> this market. You got nowhere to go. <laughs> I don't have anywhere to go. So me and my mom are going to be roomies for a while. But I would love to start investing, finding other ways to, you know, get my money up and start owning a home. So I think it's going to be a great episode. It is. It is. <laughs> and I think we're going to help people to realize the opportunities that are out there, even at a very young age. Yeah. And people need to learn how to leverage money and find money, mm -hmm. which are going to be critical components. And step one towards your path in growing your real estate portfolio. Yeah. The big wealth comes from real estate. I don't mm -hmm. care what anybody says to me. <laughs> to me, real estate is everything. Yeah. And I think those are focal points that people need to work by to start having a wonderful retirement, right? Don't think about that you're 23 right now. Yeah. That 23-year-old has to think 5, 10, 20 years down the line and where they're going to be and what they're going to own. Yeah. And you need to have a plan. And this episode here is how do we create a plan for you, right? Yeah. So let's talk about your actual story. You don't own real estate right now. No. You live with your mom. I live with my mom. Okay, so let's work down a plan for you here on the okay. show. Okay, I right. love that. Yeah, does your mom <laughs> own real estate? Yes, she does. And if we look back at your mom's history, mm -hmm. right, she didn't start out by buying right away, which she should have, but if mm -hmm. she did and she learned how to leverage from that property yeah. and continue to grow that wealth, mm -hmm. she would be that much further ahead. Yeah, but but let's just think about what stopped your mom, right? She's built in equity. How long has she owned a property for now? Uh, we've had this house. It's just, I think, a year older than me. So we've had the house for 25 years. 25 years? Yeah. So she probably bought that house a lot cheaper than it's worth today. Oh, 100%. 100%. So yeah. now she's built up this equity in her home. So if she wanted now to leverage that money. Mm -hmm. So leveraging means how can I take out the capital that's built inside that home? Yeah and reuse it to a secondary investment. Right. This is what your mom should be doing. Mm. This is how you can help guide your mom mm -hmm. through the process and start with that one initial investment that she's made yeah. to help grow and continue growing that so that your future mm -hmm. is going to be set with the hard work and the sweat equity that she's put inside that product, mm -hmm. right? So let's just for conversation purposes, your mom bought that house for 300000 Sure. Today, it's probably worth more, but I'm just saying, let's say it's worth a million dollars. Okay. There is $700,000 built of equity inside there. So if she bought it for $300,000, she put $100,000 down, her mortgage is two hundred. dollars mm -hmm. So now the property's gone up, she has $700,000 of equity, mm -hmm. plus the original $100,000 of investment that she's already made of her own capital inside that property. She's got $800,000 of value. Right. Today, the banks will give you on that 80% loan to value. Mm -hmm. One option is a HELOC or a line of credit on that product. Mm -hmm. Or second is refinance it to get one mortgage on it and get 80% loan to value on 800000 mm -hmm. So 80% loan to value on 800000 is going to give you $600,000. Right. Now she's got $600,000. She takes out a new mortgage. She mm -hmm. takes the 600000 out. Mm -hmm. 
She's going to have a bigger mortgage, mm -hmm. but now she's going to get that $600,000 and reinvest it into the market. Right. Okay. And then try to find something where we can either get dual income, where we have main floor and second floor, where we're renting out, so a duplex. Mm -hmm. Figure out to find a triplex, wonderful opportunities that'll generate some income. Yeah. Where she's now at that $600,000, going to generate income on that $600,000 mm -hmm. and then put it back to help pay her mortgage or whatever yeah. she wants to do with that. And now she owns two properties. Wow. As those two properties will grow in five years, mm -hmm. in 10 years, we know real estate will continue to rise. Yeah. She will be able now to build that equity with inside that home mm -hmm. on not just one property, but two. So the value of her net worth continues to rise over the years. Right. Right. So let's go back to you. <laughs> okay. Right. How can we get you to get a loan from your mom? A loan from my mom? To get into real estate. Mm. Maybe you put your mom as your partner. Maybe. And you ask her for a down payment. Now, yeah. there's many opportunities for first-time home buyers. Yeah. Right? You, If you have RRSP contributions, mm -hmm. you can use that and not pay it back up to 15 years. Right. As a first-time buyer, you can open up a TFSA account mm -hmm. where it's a tax-free savings account where you are allowed to put a certain amount, depending on what you're eligible for, mm -hmm. to use that money as a down payment as well towards it. Mm -hmm. uh, and, there's, and there's other ways of finding partners mm -hmm. into purchasing real estate. But real estate is not going to get cheaper for you. Right. Right. So finding partners like mom, mm -hmm. like your fiance, mm -hmm. if you had one or a boyfriend at the time when you have to invest into it, the earlier you do, the better it is. Mm -hmm. A friend. Mm -hmm. Right. Now that you're working and you're generating income, there's private lending if you needed to get into private lending. There's B banks that you can deal with on B banks to get in approvals. Ideally, what I want to get into is, is finding a way that we can get you into a market at one shape, form, or another. Mm -hmm. Now, that means you saving money. Yeah. Right? A lot of times you drive around, you see a lot of, you know, especially in Vaughn. Everybody is <laughs> spending so much money on these high-end, 150, 200,000 Porsche 911s. Yeah. Right? And investing into these cars. Yeah. Right? And yes, there are certain cars that do go up in value, especially within the market today. But there's ways that you can generate and build your income if you just sacrifice not buying that vehicle that's going to depreciate most likely in value. Yeah. And you can put it into something that's an appreciating asset, something mm -hmm. that will go up in value within the future. That's going to eventually get you to the point where you can buy that car at another late in time. Right. So, right. you know, a lot of times I was stupid, too, as a kid. You know, when I was 20 years old, <laughs> you know, I was out there blowing my money at clubs and food, food and clothes, partying and clothing, everything. you know, and, and I, I wanted to make sure that I had my car and stuff like that. Yeah. But I think right now what's essential for you is saving your money as much as you can, right? Building up a little bit of a down payment that you can put towards a property and seeing if we can either get that down payment and put it into one, a pre-construction site that will increase in value within the next four or five years, Yeah. which I think you should, at, you're 23 years old, I believe yes. you are. Yeah. Wonderful future ahead if you start now. I yeah. wish I started when I was in my 20s. Yeah. Not right? too late. 23 is not too late. Too late. <laughs> I don't know. Man, if you start it now, you'll be a lot earlier than I say 90% of the people at your age. Really? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Again, learning how to leverage and building equity and, and knowing that you, your mom has built this equity with inside that home. Yeah. It's not a bad way to sit down and strategize. You don't have to take the whole $600,000. Mm -hmm. Maybe we could take $200,000 built in equity, yeah. right? You remember she bought it for 300. How big could her mortgage be right now? Right. Cause she's now paid that down over the years as well. If she's owned the property for 10 years. And I know a lot of people think, Oh, I just want to work to pay down my house and pay down my house and pay down my house. A house is tangible. You're buying within the land. Mm -hmm. It's the value that's really what's important there. Mm -hmm. 
you can take a brick from that house and reconvert it into getting 10 more bricks. Put it that way, right? Yeah. So that's what the logic is and the mindset that I would like to help yourself Mm -hmm. and many other people out there within the market right now that are looking to invest is that you got to look at where there could be opportunities for you. So let's say you had $50,000 right now Mm -hmm. saved up, Mm -hmm. which is probably tough at 23 years old. But let's say you did, right? And you should be working on saving your money. Yeah. And your mom can help with becoming a business partner with you and say, hey, mom, these are my plans. If you sat down with a full business plan of what you want to do, Mm -hmm. we can either look at, okay, what can we buy within that budget? Or we can look at purchasing even outside the GTA. Right. Right. Because there are going to be a lot of opportunities outside the GTA. Yeah. And then we can also consider how do we generate that income even much more quicker Mm -hmm. That even if your mom got $600,000 of built up equity that she's built up over the years and invested into an Airbnb where she's generating even that much more income, Mm -hmm. it's a wonderful thing, right? And we talked about many times, we had Vince Gaetano on the show. Uh, We had many financial advisors on the show. There's, you know, reverse mortgages, depending on her age, that we can get that she doesn't even have to pay that, but we can now build and use that equity with inside that home. So the key is for your mom at her age Mm -hmm. is learning how to continue building that wealth and that investment for your future. And then for yourself is educating your mom to say, hey, mom, we have all this equity inside this home. Mm -hmm. It's just sitting, you know, in there. And yes, over time, that will increase in value and her real estate portfolio on that one house that she owns will continue to grow. Mm -hmm. But how can we expedite that? Mm -hmm. How can we get there and get to that evaluation a lot faster. Right. And I like how you talk about, you know, finding partners and helping you cuz I think that, you know, my mom, she's she's my partner in crime. She's she's my best friend and she's a very intelligent woman, always very good with her money. When she was younger, she had a property that she was renting out for others and making income that way when she was my age and I think she would be a great partner to, you know, sit down and create that business plan with. And if we did sit down and have that business plan, what do you recommend the first property for someone in their 20s to invest in? Like Airbnb, a rental property, fix and flip, you know, what's the first one? Yeah, I'm moving into more, I like the Airbnb process. Mm -hmm. I like the new model of Airbnb. I think you can generate a lot more uh, income from an Airbnb product. But you got to be very careful on where you purchase it and making sure that it's going to fill in and get booked quite often throughout a 12-month calendar. Oh, yeah. But I think there could be really good, wonderful opportunities there. Mm-hmm. And that could be one where you can get into a market under a million dollars that's going to generate you a lot more income and get you there to get your next property yeah. even that much more quicker. Because once you've built wealth on that secondary product, mm-hmm. now we're going to do the exact same thing and leverage that home, right? The burst strategy, which you've learned. <laughs> yes. Right? Burr. Uh, burr. <laughs> and that'll help you. And a lot of people use that mythology or that system to mm-hmm. get to that level a lot quicker where you're not just having one door. It's, hey, how can we build you a real estate portfolio where we can grow it and buy a property Mm -hmm. every single year and continue to growing that? Each property that you buy doesn't have to be a million dollars. Let's get you there. Right. Right. But these are ways of learning and leveraging homes. Enjoying this episode? Subscribe to our channel and leave us a comment down below to let us know what you want to learn next. Make sure you're following our Instagram and TikTok to stay up to date on our new episodes every Friday. I think one of the big understandings that people don't realize today in in the current real estate market that we're in, Mm -hmm. another big reason why we have a huge lack of supply in the market that's changed since I got my license in 2004, Mm -hmm. it's been quite some time now, (laughs) 
the difference is people don't sell properties today. Yeah. More and more people are holding on to what uh, are holding on to their homes. They don't want to relinquish them. Yeah. They don't want to sell them. Why? If the house is paid and somebody's now within their retirement years mm -hmm. and they just want it to downsize, either one, they pull up some equity from that home and rent out the current house that they're in and use that money to go buy a condo if they want to downsize or a bungalow if they wanted to, rent it out and have somebody continue generating that income. That's some good cash flow coming in in your retirement ages, right? Yeah. Most people, when they're upgrading, if I owned a, a townhouse and I want to now go to a semi or a detached, and a lot of people built their net worth mm -hmm. through their properties that they own. And that's where you really make your big, you know, because you got the big tax savings as your primary resident, mm -hmm. you don't have to pay tax on your primary resident, is if you keep upgrading your home, yeah. now your value or your net worth continues to climb through that process. Right. So you're able to pull up a lot of that equity and then get that equity and then continue to reinvest it. Mm -hmm. And that's the key. That's where people have to understand the importance of making sure, and I would recommend this for you mm -hmm. and somebody who's starting out, is surround yourself with people that are going to be able to guide you right. to what those investments will be. Yeah. So if I was taking you and on that, and depending on your budget, mm -hmm. depending on your approval, mm -hmm. and depending on how much down payment you're going to be able to uh, put on that property, mm -hmm. I'm going to be able to direct you into what to buy. If we only have a down payment now of $100,000, yeah. we got to look at, okay, what's this $100,000 going to buy you? And I always want to make sure, a good rule of thumb that I use is to make sure that at least you're going to be putting down a minimum of 20% on your investments. Mm -hmm. So that $100,000 on a million dollars, 20% on a million would be 200. So that won't qualify you there. Right. So that $100,000 will qualify you now on half a million dollars. Mm -hmm. What could we buy you at $500,000? Well, in Toronto, probably not much, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. But again, how do we look at, okay, well, if it's not Toronto, mm -hmm. let's look at what communities or cities out there we can that'll get you into that market. Right. And then continue generating that rental income, mm -hmm. right? Let the market increase in value. Mm -hmm. Let the inflation grow on that property as, as it did for your mom's house. Mm -hmm recontinue to re-leverage that property and pull out your own equity that you have in there yeah. and then continue to reinvest it again. Right. That's the key. And that's something that I would be able to sit down with you and your mom mm -hmm. and figure out that plan. Then we're going to get you some accountants, right? Because you have to understand, you know, uh, the benefits into uh, your tax implications when you have interest payments, right? right. The wealthy understand this. Mm -hmm is that there's benefits to paying interest on a mortgage because your interest that you pay becomes tax deductible, mm -hmm. right? So now we're going to educate on making sure that you have the right accountants behind you. Mm -hmm. You're going to need a lawyer to close on that transaction, yeah. right? You're, and that's yeah. how you start building your team around you mm -hmm. that'll get you to that next stage. Right. What stops you mm -hmm. or what's stopping your mom right now sure. is fear. Yeah. How do we make it an easier process for her? That's all. Yeah. Well, I think even just uh, if we're, you know, talking about people in my, you know, age of their early 20s, you know, we have nine to fives where we're working and we want to buy real estate, but maybe our income or our finances that we've saved so far doesn't even get us to that step of investing into real estate. Are there any investment tips or wealth tips that you can give any like side hustles or different type of ways that maybe you increase your um, wealth when you were my age in order to purchase real estate? Yeah. And listen, when I was in my twenties too, as well, I didn't work on building or saving money. What I learned mm. 
later on in, in life is how do I learn to raise money? How do I use other people's money <laughs> and not my own money to get involved within real estate? And that's me finding projects uh, and using a lot of built up equity to get investors in mm-hmm. and starting a group. So you don't have to start this by yourself. What I would recommend you do is, you know, get maybe so a group of friends that you got, girls that you know that you've had relationships with for years. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we can name a handful. And letting them know and encouraging them that, hey, if you got 20000 or 30000 saved up and she's got 30000 30000 and 30000 together you could become more powerful and then get your group to reinvest into ownership. Wow, that's a great. I never thought of doing group stuff. I feel like right. when 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 you're at this age, you know, money and and your job and your career and your relationships and friends, everything's all together that sometimes you feel like the pressure is all on yourself or like you're alone trying to build this wealth. So, you introducing that, "Hey, why don't you get a few of your girlfriends or your friends and do a group thing?" That's something that I've never even thought of. Think about it. You're yeah. going to have a much bigger down payment yeah. to put on a property. You're probably going to get qualified a much easier mm-hmm. with four or five people on title. Right. Maybe you're going to qualify for a higher amount now where you can get into a bigger budget instead of doing this on your own mm-hmm. and figure out a path, right? Mm-hmm. To say, hey, this is my strategy. Mm-hmm. This is my plan. Maybe you guys start considering getting into Airbnbs right, together. together. That's a nice little side gig hustle. I mean, we go to Airbnbs together. So what if we think about all the money that you're spending on Airbnbs and <laughs> rented one out, right? Think about it. And there's so many wonderful opportunities in there. Downtown core, you can buy a condo that runs Airbnbs that these things are generating $250 a day. You guys are making on a side hustle. It's insane. Not bad, right? Yeah. Right now, what I would look at for you is listen to people that you know that would be able to get in a partnership with you. That'll grow a lot faster than any job that you have. Mm-hmm. And you'll build your wealth a lot quicker to get there. Wow, that's quicker. amazing. That's yeah. I love that piece of advice. I can't wait to listen to that again. Yeah. Rewatch it. <laughs> well, exactly, right? So now you when you're sitting down, having, yeah. you know, instead of talking about which bar you're gonna go to and no, you know no. what restaurant you wanna go to, <laughs> now you say, Hey, what house do we wanna buy? Yeah. Right? Mm, that's like that's Change a level up. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Right? So, so in order to have those conversations, touching back on the fear, you got to get over that fear in order to have those conversations. You have to surround yourself with like-minded people as a side note, which I'm sure that you've learned over the years, but getting over that fear of maybe even the fear of just spending money, spending money in the wrong places, not having enough. You know, there's there's fear in all different angles when it comes to wealth in general and and investing so and i know for me personally not just real real estate investing just investing in general i've sat down and and studied and really tried to understand how to invest but i never actually did it i just i'll sit down and i'll try to understand something but then i'll never take that step to like actually put some money into some place and and invest so uh, how, how do you help people get over that fear of... It's just, a commitment, for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? But but uh, what I like to do is break down the risk versus reward aspect. Oh, okay. I look at, okay, I'll get a whiteboard and I'll break it down with you. Okay, so if we bought this particular real estate property, mm-hmm. here's your risk and then here's your reward side. Right? right. I'll, I'll make two columns. Yeah. And I'll look at, okay, well, the risk. Well, what if the market goes down? Mm-hmm. 
what if I put in a tenant and they damage the place? Yeah. And, and now it's going to cost me X amount of money. <laughs> yeah. What if I can't afford to pay, uh, if the tenant doesn't pay me my rent and I can't afford to continue paying that mortgage? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what if I can't afford to pay my current mortgage that I'm in? There's a lot of what risk. Yeah. On it, right. <laughs> so I just named, and I can probably name 10 of them on the risk side of things. Yep. And then we'll go to the reward column. Mm-hmm. And I'll talk about, and we'll, and we'll list, well, it's going to get me to uh, financial freedom a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm generating wealth mm-hmm. um, while somebody's paying down my mortgage and somebody's going to be paying down your mortgage while they're in that home. Yeah. Um, if I get the right team around me and, and do the right screening for any tenants that are going to move into that property, mm-hmm. it's going to minimize anybody defaulting on mortgage payments for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, if somebody does the damages, what are my legal rights towards, you know, fixing up that property and going after those people? Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll continue listing what the rewards are. Mm-hmm. How much money will I earn if I held this property for five years? Mm-hmm. How much property will I earn if I held this property for 10 years or 20 years? Yeah. There's no job really out there that's going to pay you that kind of return. Right. So I think the risk versus reward factor it's going to outweigh itself where there's going to be definitely a lot more on the reward side mm-hmm. than there is on the risk side. Yeah. Now, what if I can't pay the mortgage on it? Well, there's a tenant in there. They're paying their mortgage. What happens if the market goes down? Well, you continue to hold the property until that market <laughs> comes back up. If it goes down, it's going to come back up, right? Yeah. So we'll try to make it so that it becomes in a very comfortable scenario for somebody like your mom, mm-hmm. you know, who says, hey, at, at my age, I don't know how old she is. I'm sure she's still very young. Mm-hmm. But she may feel like, well, she's not ready to to do that right now. She just wants to kind of pay off her mortgage yeah. and have a, a worry-free now rest of life. Mm-hmm. But she has a daughter that she's who's very young who that she has to worry about. How do we help her say, understand that there is value and opportunity in not having a mortgage paid off? Mm-hmm. Right? Wow! Yeah, you do. You don't think about those things. You don't. You right? don't. Everybody just pushes and, and wants to fight to pay down their mortgage and pay yeah. down their mortgage and be debt free and of course and not have that. Of course, you never know people's financial situations. You know why mortgages are so important to pay off uh, for some people and other people. It's just you know I tell you everyone's this different. For the majority <laughs> of, of society today, mm. it is very difficult to pay down your mortgage mm. very quick. Yeah, right? and and especially. For your age group and the age group that's coming behind you, mm-hmm. if parents haven't made initial investments to, to plan for their kids' futures down the line, mm-hmm. they're going to be moving. A lot of people are going to be moving outside the GTA, oh, right? You we're, have we're talking, to. and you yeah. have to because yeah. the affordability is not there. Either you're going to choose to live in a shoebox, or you're going to go. <laughs> you're going to, you know, go yeah. north if you want a little bit of land. Yeah, but that's yeah. just the reality of where we're going, right? Yeah. You know, Toronto will be New York City. Ugh. And real estate will become that expensive. Yeah. So if you can take advantage of the growth and the opportunities that are here in Toronto based on immigration and what's going to happen, yeah. you want to jump on that bandwagon because you're, you're never late. You're just early for the next for the next increase. And that's how your mindset should be. Mm. So, yeah, that's just kind of my advice. Yeah, I love that. Do you have any, any last tips for us uh, 20-year-olds out there before we end off the episode? Yeah, save your money. I'm not joking, seriously. You know, uh, at the end of the day, find ways to make sure that, hey, budget yourself. Mm-hmm. Have budgets in place uh, where, you know, if you generate, you know, a certain amount of income a month, mm-hmm. 
have it set up where this is going to go towards making sure I save yeah. to, to what I want to build. This is going to have for my enjoyment and my life, right? My vacations and, you know, my restaurants. This I stay within this my budget. Clothes. <laughs> my clothes. My clothes. Well, you need clothes, right? But are there alternative ways where you don't need to get the high brand stuff right now? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. There's many different you know, wonderful clothing stores out there that, that have, you don't have to be buying Gucci sweaters no, and, no, we and love Gucci a good dresses, right? Thrift so store, yeah. Right. Well, it is what it is, whatever, yeah. whatever may work for you. And then, um, you know, and I think, I think that is how you should start at least thinking about where you're going to be in five years. Yeah. Right. Have you ever thought about a five-year plan? Sometimes. Yeah. Right. And then what's your 10-year yeah. plan? No, never, never a 10-year plan. Uh, <laughs> you know, my plan, like right now, I have my one-year, I have my three-year, I have my five-year, I have my 10-year. Wow. Yeah, I got it all figured out. Got the systems. Yeah, and I and, and whiteboard it and, and, yeah. and have a vision board. Oh, always, always. Have a vision board. Every man. year I make one of those. Do you? Yeah, I awesome. love vision boards. And, and believe me, put it out there in the universe. It's going to yeah. hit you right back, and you don't know when it's coming. Ooh. But I promise you that one. Don't get me started on that topic. I could talk about that for hours. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's great, Nick. Thank yeah. you so much. I hope you, we've helped some of you 20-year-olds. I know I feel a little more financially educated, I would say. I feel yeah. a little more confident. And more inspired, for I'm sure. i huh? talk to my mom when I get home today. Listen, <laughs> if you need some real estate advice or you're looking for a realtor... You know where you're to find This one, guy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you on the next one. Thanks, guys. Looking to buy or sell? Call a team you can trust. Don't believe me? Our Google reviews say it all. Put us on your lawn, your house will be gone. The OPteam.com.